Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Is it Bruce Dickinson? <laughs> Man, why, the, why? I mean, like, you haven't even read the list. You're like, Heather. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. What I, what I need you to understand <laughs> is that you have lost all credibility <sighs> when we get to the cutting stage. Why? Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. My picks are great. And (laughs) and if you don't believe it, just ask me. I won't argue with you because I'm mature. Together, we make the Music List Podcast. Welcome back to the Music List Podcast. I am Ben Dahl. With me are my sisters, Beth and Heather. And we are siblings that argue while making music lists. That's the shtick. That's what we do. And today, this one really, you know, sometimes we have one that's right in somebody's wheelhouse. And yes, it's ageism, but this is right in Heather's <laughs> wheelhouse. There's no doubt, right? Dang. So uh, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think it's safe to say, Heather, that your 80s music knowledge is superior to ours. Uh, I was born in 80, so, I mean, like, all of my music knowledge that I have was from whatever you were listening to at the time, because, like, our parents weren't really listening to 80s music. They were still listening to, you know, the stuff that they listened to when they were growing up. So, um, what I do love, and and we're doing 80s one-hit wonders. That's the the topic of the day, the best 80s one-hit wonders. And what's, here's the thing, though, about one-hit wonders. Sometimes when you have one big massive hit, it stands the test of time mm-hmm. better than some of the songs from bands that have a whole bunch of hits. And, you know, you're like, oh, wow, that song hit number one. I had no idea. But like a lot of these songs were so big and they stay with us. It's like, you know, if you're going to have a hit, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <clears throat> yeah. make it one that people are going to talk about. In this case, you know, if, if it was in 80, I mean, that was... Forty-three years ago. I mean, that was a, that's a that's a chunk of time for sure. You see them a lot on commercials now and stuff. Yeah. One-hit wonders have a tendency to lend themselves to. Yeah. So, um, I guess it's so subjective. This one, it's just really almost personal preference. I mean, I mean, how do you pick one great one-hit wonder song over another? I mean, it really is like trying to. You know, what's your favorite color almost is yeah. kind of what this Mine is going to be. Mine are very different. Very, very different. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a little bit of... Because we didn't... Maybe we... Maybe we did. I don't remember narrowing this down to, like, any kind of Mm-mm. particular genre or nope. anything. But, like, I don't have any country songs on here. No, I mean, yeah. Um, I really don't see on my list. I've got one that's kind of in the hip-hop, too, I guess, kind of in the hip-hop genre, I guess, a little bit. But hmm. most of them are that is really that, interestingly enough, uh, that 80s style of synthesizer pop rock that I just don't really like that much. But... <laughs> Oh, like, I can't deny that I kind of like this song a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, I mean, on this was the golden age of MTV. And then up until around 
1990, they weren't playing anything but pop and rock, really. Yo MTV raps and stuff didn't come along till probably 90 or the early 90s. So, and CMT, I guess maybe the late 80s, it, it kind of popped up maybe late 80s, but yeah. We certainly didn't have CMT until we moved <laughs> to Briarwood, I don't think. I don't I mean, yeah, I don't think it so. seemed like when we were kids you weren't even around yet. But when I was a kid and we were living on Wilson Street, I think we were like trying to find like the UHF stations and <laughs> we were trying to get the antenna to cut yeah. right so we could get Nickelodeon and MTV, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of stealing, and they took stealing away. some cable. <laughs> <laughs> like 1990, I think it was when they changed our MTV over to stupid A&E or whatever and we lost right. it. That's when I started watching M- uh, CMT. Yeah. Because I didn't, ha- we didn't have VH1. I didn't, have, I didn't have VH1. Until we didn't have VH1 in all. Arkansas and for for a long time. I mean, it was. I remember we went to we went. I went to my aunt Jane's house for something, and there was this VH1 station, and they were, they knew all about VH1 out there. That was Atlanta. That was a little bit yeah. bigger of a. <clears throat> okay, a little but, bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's more people in Atlanta than there are in the entire state of Arkansas. Uh, probably. So, yeah. Um. But anyway, so uh, 80s one-hit wonders. I mean, I guess if we're just talking about what was I looking for, did I like the song? Yeah. And was it a true one-hit wonder? And that was, I was I did try to research some of these groups to make sure that there was not another big bona fide hit. Because as I was looking and I was researching one-hit wonders, I would be like, now and I would look and I was like, well, they had like, Two or three songs in the top ten. I mean, what qualifies yeah. as a one-hit yeah. wonder is kind of... It's pretty much self-explanatory. You know, I would yeah. think. So, you know, like if, if a song came in at number 38, let's say, okay, if your second hit was in the top 40, does that count as a hit? I mean, yeah. I guess technically it's a hit, but I was like, I was really looking for like... Top ten. In the top ten. Yeah. Well, and and when I was doing my research, I would come across... Like one list, they had Pat Benatar, "Love Is a Battlefield," as a one-hit wonder, and I was like, "She's in the Rock and Roll Freaking Hall of Fame. She is not a one-hit no, wonder. Not even close. No, no. <laughs> I, you know. So some, you know, I know this is a shock to some people, and this is your public service announcement, but you can't trust everything you read right. on the internet because that's, oh boy, they they were super wrong on several counts. Yeah. People that had several hits. So. Oh, you really? Oh, okay. Um, so. <laughs> Beth? Um, I was not in existence for <laughs> any of these songs. Um, so I'm going on just kind of over the years what I've learned from or listened to with Heather or you hear, you know, um, in pop culture and all that good stuff. And I kind of shot away from a lot of the super well that's not necessarily true i kept an eye on the list of like just all the same sounding like pop hits where they they were all in the same vein i tried to kind of switch it up and keep it kind of eclectic but i do have a couple of those just real basic good feeling poppy songs because i like those too and in a way, I think you may have an advantage over us because 
Heather obviously was knee deep into the music scene at this time, and I, and I was catching some of it. I was young, but I was still hearing it, mm-hmm. you know, on the radio as we'd be in the car or whatever. But Beth, your take is one that you actually can tell us which ones are from like A the memory and which <laughs> ones have by God stood the test of time. Right. It was top 40. Remember, when I was remember that you said that <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm writing that down. Beth has a different, <laughs> but it's an, it's, I think it's a, I think it's a worthwhile perspective for, especially for this topic, because to me, standing the test of time and being popular today is an important pers- is an important piece of the puzzle for me, and I did think about some of that yeah. um, when I was making my list. So, the draft order for this particular episode is Heather, Beth, and then me, <clears throat> um, and then in the second round I'll draft first, and Heather will draft last, and in third round Heather will draft first again, and <laughs> I'll draft last. So, that's the draft order, and so. Unless there's something else that we need to put on the table, Heather, I guess you can start with the first overall pick. Okay. I will say, I'm as excited to see everyone's big list. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because it'll be really interesting to see what the songs that didn't make our top three. I'm I'm really anxious to hear that, too, because I had a hard time. But my first pick is from 1982. Dexie's Midnight Runners, come on, Eileen. It was a number one hit. Actually, number three on VH1's greatest one-hit wonders of all time. It has this violin or this fiddle or whatever, whichever you want to call it. Um, part at the be- it's at the beginning. It's a Celtic feel over a new wave British pop song, basically. Um, it is really not simplistic at all, though. I mean, it, it has kind of a folk song feel to it, but it's not simple like a folk song. Um, the melody is pretty simple, but there are a lot of key changes. And a lot of tempo changes, um, which Sean and I know because we are in a cover band and we covered it. Oh. And it is because um, we had a because we had a violin player in our band. And we figured, yeah, hey, let's make use of this. And it plays like <laughs> gangbusters now. Of course, you know people because it's a great sing along song. People love to sing along with it. Um, it just gives you that nostalgia. Attack. Um, the video was great. The guys in their rolled up overalls dancing in the streets and everything. Um, but those tempo changes are tricky. And we had many moments of intense fellowship mm. in the band trying to figure those out are fun. Those, those tempo changes <laughs> and um, then the key changes. And it was, it's difficult. So I really came to respect the the musicianship that it took to do it but it's just a, it's a fun song it's a great sing along song and for me this this whole category is going to be 
um, largely based on nostalgia, I think. So um, that's my that's my number one pick. That's that was the very first one I thought of when I thought of a great one hit wonder. Man, I was kind of hoping <laughs> that we could get <laughs> one of your classic. Uh, renditions of of these songs because I love to hear you yeah. reenact yeah. the vocals of some of these. You know, you have such a range. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the verses, the verses yeah, the on verses this one, I was hoping great. maybe we could get some of that. But, you know, if, if I'm putting you on the spot, that's okay. Just if the mood strikes. Just yeah, just at any point, literally at any time at any in the point, podcast. Just, yeah. just, just let her rip. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> But it has to be the verse part. It has to be the verse. So yeah. Not the chorus. No, because I want to hear the... That part. <laughs> the what? What are you talking What song was that? You know, what it, song are you anticipating? I do, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I did it. You should do it. I still don't know what song that was. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Oh, the one that you, the you one just did. The one we just listened yeah. to. Yeah. Why would you think I would want to sing that song? Because not, no, I don't think you want to. I just want to hear you do it. She wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put me on the spot. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that was lame. Is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're lame. <laughs> um, so my first pick is Tainted Love by Soft Cell. You're staying away from those uh, uh, well-known no, one-hit no, no, wonders, no. are That's you? not what I said. <laughs> Run that back. That's not what I said. I, this one has like a darker feel to it, um, a little bit. Yeah, it's not like, well, something like Funky Town or something like that. It's, yeah. You know, um, it's a little bit more interesting. I feel like than that. The the layers of everything, all the new wave stuff. Um, this spent 43 weeks um, on Billboard um, number five on VH1's Greatest One Hit Wonders. Um, yeah, I just feel like it has more interesting instrumentation than a lot of the poppy pop 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 hits. Um, this has some nostalgia for me because this is this was my first song that we did in Little Leopard Steppers. Oh. So <laughs> oh. yeah, if um, yeah, I wish y'all could see Ben. We got some good dance moves here too. Um, but yeah, so I learned how to do box steps to this song in Bill Hunt Fieldhouse. Okay. Um, but I, I love this song. Anytime this song comes on, you will catch me acting a fool. This is on, this was on a commercial too. You remember they had like the, the guy that was on like the operating table or whatever. They were putting the defibrillator on him and <laughs> no, and they, when was that? They, I don't know. Sometime in the nineties probably. Oh, no, I probably would not recall that. Um, <laughs> that came off. <laughs> I'm not old enough. <laughs> I think that's going to be a recurring theme. It probably will be. But yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, that's going to be a lot of today kind of for me. To, I just like it. So what year um, was this? 1985. 85. Yeah. And come on, Eileen was 84. Two. 82. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay where are you going what with it? this? Oh, it's my pick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were waiting for so, the... <laughs> awkward. Um, I didn't put the year down for mine, interestingly okay. enough. I can Google it quickly while you... Okay. T- tell me what... T- tell say what, what the is. song is. Let me see how close I can get. Ooh. Well, I think you're probably going to bet... Because you can probably... It's cheating with this one. 
for you, probably. Because you probably remember the year the movie came out. What is it? Don't You Forget About Me. 84. Or 85. But I think it was 84. So what's your final answer? 84. It's 85. (laughs) So this was written specifically for the movie Breakfast Club. Uh, and it was turned down, thankfully, by crooner Brian Ferry. <laughs> he was offered he was offered first crack at singing it. It was also offered to Billy Idol, who would have been, I think, an excellent choice for the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this simple minds, right? Yes. Yeah. This is not. They weren't a one-hit wonder, though. Not they were in America. They had some big hits in Glasgow. Like Scotland. Alive and Kicking yeah. didn't chart in. I mean, it may have charted, years? but I don't think they had a. I don't think they had another like, really? top ten big hit. Somebody's willing to correct me, but I don't. I mean, if you're going by just like Spotify listens, it's not even close. Real, alive yeah. and Kicking, yeah, yeah. None of their other ones that are in under the popular category. Here's what I'm gonna say. Again, uh, yeah, again. <laughs> you're like, oh, they had a bunch of songs on the radio, but like. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Dang. So, um, but also, um, uh, they offered it to, uh, no, the, uh, they were considering Corey Hart, who was coming off the, the sunglasses who was, at night He guy. was coming off the oh. success of sunglasses at night. He turned it, uh, no, 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 he didn't turn it down. Um, somebody else turned it down. Bill, oh, Billy Idol turned it down. Um they offered it to a few others. It got turned down, and, and then finally, Simple Minds. Honestly, it probably wouldn't sound that much different. Probably. As it turns out, I think he had he buyer's remorse because he covered oh. it in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I can, I can see it. Um, but uh, Simple Minds, they took it, and the irony of it is, <laughs> they almost didn't do it because they did not. See they did not see how this song would help them chart in the United States. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what they were oh, interested man. in. Um, but it was number one in the U.S. It hit number one in 1985. It stayed there for three weeks. Um, it took three months for it to climb all the way to number one. Now, that's actually pretty impressive yeah. mm-hmm. for it to be in the charts that long, not hit number one, finally climb all the way to the top. Uh, which is a testament to its staying power. I think a lot of that had to do with the popularity of the movie. Breakfast Club is, I mean, quite possibly the quintessential 1980s high school teenage movie. So Um, You know, I mean, there are are quite a few of that with the Brat Pack and, you know, the Brat Pack movies, you know, but... Um, Breakfast Club could very well be, you know, if we did a... It's my favorite. If we did a movie list... Podcast, oh, and we did best '80s teenage flicks. It, it might be number yeah. one. I'm sure that had something to do with. It. But you know, part of it is it's just a legitimately good song. I mean, like yeah. I think outside of the movie itself, it's it's complex enough that it's not it's not overly simplistic. Right. You know, it's got a lot of different kind of moving parts to it, and and it's just an enjoyable song. I do think that. A lot of the reason, though, that it stays in the public conscience is because so many people connect to that movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. this movie and, and this what? whoa. Okay, we've got we've got to make sure she sees that. Movie. Sorry, we'll be back <laughs> in approximately in about an hour two now. hours. <laughs> but How is it that is, even possible? It is. I, don't uh, know, I haven't seen a lot of movies, you know. 
it well. it's it is really kind of timeless. I mean, like, yeah, because we still have Saturday school today. Yeah, especially so. as somebody in education. Yeah, like and watching yeah. it at, from the other side of the desk <laughs> is great. And, in, and, and as an administrator, I bet it's and, really. And in case there's anybody out there, in, and I'm sure there are in, in podcast land that have also not seen the movie, just real quick, a rundown is you have this eclectic group of kids that all have Saturday school for some reason. They call themselves the Breakfast Club because you got to get there, I guess, you know, about the time you eat breakfast, you know, and they stay there all day and they have. These little adventures in the schools, and they, they normally wouldn't like each other and hang yeah. out, but because they're confined together, they find out that they have more in common than not, and they all don't like the principal, <laughs> as it turns out. But, the, yeah. but they like the custodian. He's cool. Yeah. Custodian's cool, too. <laughs> but it's a, it is a really, really good movie. And I, I, think, I think it's got an overall good message that normally these people we don't hang out with that we might make fun of and in when we're around our friends. Yeah. If we take the time to get to know these people, we might actually enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Well, no, I don't have to watch it. No, you should watch it. I already know how it goes. And I mean it probably got a got a little shot in the arm after Pitch Perfect came out and included it. I don't know I don't remember if it was in Pitch Perfect one or two, but Okay, they, so here are movies that I've oh, not ever seen. Oh, you haven't seen Pitch Perfect? Is this the song? Did is he sing this to her at the like, very is it, end? Is it like, I think it's at the I when he, the when they do one. the yeah, is but it, I mean, like at the very end of the first one, he sings it to her at the she, the big competition. Yeah, or whatever. she includes it oh, okay. in their. In oh, their she does it competition. Oh, okay, so it's like say. music pitch, not like fastball pitch. Correct. It's like acapella. It's groups. acapella competition groups. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's funny. It is funny. So that was my first. Okay. Uh, pick. I get <laughs> is to pick, this a movie podcast? I get to pick podcast? again. Yes. And this one was, I don't think, in a movie. This is one, and a lot of them, I think, are kind of still in the public eye because of one thing or another. This one, I think the video may have had a lot to do with it being so popular at the time, but it was so popular, it's popular today. And that is Take On Me. Oh, it's so good. I love this song. This video is groundbreaking. Yes. And just the vocal in this. Everybody, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to sing that high note. And this happy synth part. Jackson and <laughs> Prince and Madonna side. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Lots of range in this song. Yeah. Because that note is low. Here it comes. Do it. Do it, man. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'll do it with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you back out too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me act like I'm going to do it. So right. you just go for it. I will go for it. So um, part of the success, I think, came from the music video, which it is a really, really cool video. Um, it's kind of like half pencil sketch animation, half actual yeah, and you're going video, and it. they're coming in and out yeah, and interacting. Cool. Um, the, the video on YouTube today 
has over one billion, mm-hmm. with a B, <laughs> billion sure. views. And to put that in perspective, it became only the fifth music video to ever hit that mark, along with two Guns N' Roses songs, November Rain, Sweet mm-hmm. Child of Mine, mm-hmm. Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, which some people say is the most groundbreaking whatever video, which is weird because it's like all in a garage, what? but whatever the case. <laughs> and then Bohemian Rhapsody by oh, Queen yeah. is the other one. Um, interesting. Like, can you imagine this band's excitement? Because this is the first single off their first album, and you think, we're going to be the biggest <laughs> freaking band in the world. Yeah. And then you don't have another big one. Yeah. You know, so um, that's unfortunate. But, hey, you know what? They had one big one, which most they bands did. don't. Yeah. Which most bands don't. And so now this guy has to go around... 40 years later, still singing this. But you, hey, know, you know, I bet what? he's okay with it. He but you is. know what? If, if if I made my millions, and hopefully he did, I hope he did, you know, if uh, if AHA made made their living off of one song, God bless them. I think they, I, that's kind of the way to do it. Yeah. I think they might have had, I don't really know. I'm sure they had other there. songs on the radio. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and... In Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so we are to Beth round two. Okay. Pick two. Uh, my second draft pick is Rapper's Delight by Sugar oh, Hill Gang. Yes. <laughs> this was on my list. Groundbreaking. Yes. And I will get to that, but let's listen to it. <laughs> Almost sounds like Shaft. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, maybe, that bass. Maybe Isaac Hayes will pop up in one of our future podcasts. <laughs> this video when they're like on Soul Train or Bandstand <laughs> or whatever is great. Man, that's so Okay, that's part everybody knows. Um, so, um, this song is long. Like, there are a lot of lyrics in it, and it was supposedly recorded in a single take, which is impressive. Um, and it's credited for introducing hip-hop to a wide audience. Um, very influential song on the list of the 500 greatest songs of all time, according to Rolling Stone. On VH1's 100 Greatest Hip-Hop Songs, it's number two. Um, and then it was included in NPR's 100 Most Important American Musical Works of the 20th Century. True. And in 2011... Um, it was put in the recording registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, culturally, historically, aesthetically significant. Um, and in 2014, it was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. So I mean, like, it's a, it's not just that it's oh, it's a one-hit wonder. Everybody knows that little part. That's fun. That's cute. It's a very influential song as well, and really important to the landscape of hip hop and where it became more mainstream after this. Didn't know Rogers. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. have, I yeah, mean, yeah. you can tell that guitar part. Yeah. That's very... But is the cover from The Wedding Singer better? <laughs> uh, with the old lady? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's pretty Again, great. the movies. The movies coming yeah. in. I have seen that one. Hey, Adam Sandler was on, on one of our more recent oh, yeah. episodes. Yep, that's true. It? He was. Yeah. So go back and listen to... The comedy. comedy. Best, best comedy. Was he uh, one of the best comedy acts that we put I on? I know. There? I don't think he made... No. I think he... Did we Got just drunk. mention? No, he was definitely on the Christmas one. Maybe a hundred percent. Yeah, 
But I don't remember if he was on the comedy. Episode. I don't think he made. I don't know. Y'all episode. go back and listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> tell let us. us. Know. <laughs> I, he was on. I know he was on my long list. Maybe then we must have. We would have mentioned him. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. mentioned. I just can't remember if he got selected. I don't in think so. We talked so much about <laughs> so much <laughs> about a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my and second he, and hit. he did. And gosh, Adam Sandler pops up a lot too because he, he does pop up a lot. The Hanukkah mm-hmm. song for sure came He's up season on the two on novelty Christmas. Bruce songs. Dickinson. Oh my! Well, Bruce Dickinson is still coming up though. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> yeah. <it's weird>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh gosh! Um, awesome. So Heather, yeah. it's uh, your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Unless okay. somebody else has something more they want to add. We're not our transitions between. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right. And Next click. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now for something completely different. Oh boy, I love these moments. Okay, 1984 mm-hmm. from the musical Chess. What the heck? Written by Tim Rice, oh. who co wrote Jesus Christ Superstar, mm-hmm. and Benny Anderson and Bjorn Olveus. That's easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> from ABBA. Uh huh. They wrote it. It's One Night in Bangkok. Oh, wow. Performed by Murray Head. Who was also in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. He is best known to us as Judas. He sounds very different here. So good. He does sing a, a lick vocalist. in this song. Oh. oh. What a shame, right? Equal parts pop song, world music, and big musical production number. And um, when I was in fourth grade, when this came out, boy, I mean, it was just... It was just not like anything we'd ever heard. The harmonies are strange, and they're talking about, you know, stuff that we don't have. I get my kicks above the waistline sunshine. We don't know what he's talking about. We would have no idea what... Life is like in Bangkok, so um, it was the 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 video is very um, strange and um, artistic and um, so. Speaking of movies, it does turn up. I think in Step Brothers <laughs> two or three or at the end when they have Mike Tyson come on and, <laughs> and sing, um, but. So you've kind of got, you know, this part in the middle and um it's it's all very exotic and you know, so to a fourth grader in Malvern, Arkansas, we're just like, What? What are these sounds? What is this? Um, here's my fun fact. I got a fun fact. Ooh, it's time for a fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> Murray Head, uh, who who did this song and um like we said, was um, Judas on the original cast recording of Jesus Christ Superstar playing Judas and his has an amazing, amazing voice. Uh, he is the brother of Anthony Stewart Head, who plays Giles in Stop. my very <gasps> favorite s- series of all time, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No freaking way. Yeah. My life has changed. Right? Changed. And he's also on Ted Lasso. Oh, 
We just watched the first episode yeah. of that. It's so cute. Yeah, so I'm um, ready to watch more. Yeah, Anthony Stewart. You said had, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is, is my favorite show. Just of all so time. everybody knows, that means absolutely nothing to me. Oh, it's such a good show. It maybe. It is. Well, it's such a good show. Murray not the movie, the show. Is oh, it's Hangover Two, Hangover Two, not Step Brothers. Oh, okay. I don't know why I said it. It was Hangover Two. Yeah, I was like Mike Tyson and Step Brothers. No, it was. I don't know what. I, I, but I was like, lost hey, my mind for a second. Yeah. Um, but yes, <laughs> Murray Head is the older brother of Anthony Stewart. Wow. And uh, what a and, fun fact! Thank you. And so let me let me say this about Tim Rice, since Tim Rice was brought yep. up. Uh, one of the greatest lyricists of all times. I mean, when I mean, let's mm-hmm. if you. He also did Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. He did whatever Elton John didn't do for uh, <laughs> Lion King, the Little musical. Um, yeah. So, you know, that guy is, he's hes phenomenal. I think he did Little he's Shop, phenomenal. too. Really? I think, no, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that one. But just, uh, just such a clever yes. writer. I yep. mean, his ability to come up with connections... And lyrically is is really about as good as it gets. So, and you know we're lyric people. We we mention that a lot. But. <laughs> so we say, and and, and then we define ourselves with our picks. Sometimes he is, <laughs> um, I I almost this is going to come off as I'm trying to be making a pun, and I'm not. He is a master <laughs> of illusion, not mm-hmm. I mean not illusion. Yeah. Yes, yes, he, important distinction. Yes, and he. He makes these references, you know, and mm-hmm. you really can't be, you, you really kind of need to. You got to be paying yeah, attention. You got to be paying attention and you have to um, be, you know, relatively well read, well watched, well listened to understand mm-hmm. that he, he makes these references to all of these, these <laughs> other works of art. And um, Heather's like, it, well, he like, writes music for smart people. <laughs> well, and, and, but it doesn't have well, to be because, like, you know, we. But I, you can miss know. those and still enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. like, I don't know how many times, it enhances you know, it. we've yes, all listened to Jesus Christ Superstar, yeah. but it seems like still when I listen to it, there's a new line. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I haven't caught that before. That's, yeah, that's and, really and good. If you've, and if you've read, yeah, the, the you know, the. The Bible, yeah. and or if you if you knew what was going on, you know, socially at the right. time in the seventies, mm-hmm. like it just enhances all of sure. that for you. And yeah. so he just works on a lot of levels as a lyricist. It's impressive. Well, that was sort of connected to your song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tangent, yeah. tangent. Tim Ross. Okay. Tim yeah. Ross. All right, great, a great, great, great. And now we go to round three. Heather, you also get oh, the uh, the first pick in okay. round three. Well, I'm gonna fast forward to the very end of the decade. 1989, Angel Eyes by the Jeff Healy Band. No way they only had one hit. True. Yeah. I want to fact check on this. I don't remember any. Now, this actually peaked at number five. Because he is, like, really highly regarded. Yeah. Jeff Healy is. Did they have another one? Well, I don't really know. The reason I know them is stuck in the, stuck in the middle with you, and I feel like that was a a hit. And it was a, a cover, a cover, but a hit probably nonetheless. That's the reason I know them, and I know that song better than this one. This is such but we can a good get to song. that. This was on the chart for 22 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a bluesy ballad with lyrics that will just 
any if you are if you were a girl, a teenage girl in 1989, I mean, it would make you melt. I mean, it's the perfect slow dance song. Everybody's fact checking me right now. They're all on their phones going, "What? I don't believe it. I don't remember any other." Oh, well, like so the, that's what, well. The, I don't remember I don't, it, so it must not no, have happened. I don't think. Well, I mean, the, the, the the stuck in the middle I with you research. that I remember is from Reservoir Dogs, and that was Steelers Wheel or something. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what song. Well, we what apparently we, we know about. different ones of that, but I mean, because like, and I. I, I, it's not. It, I'm, it's, I'm sure it was a popular song before Reservoir Dogs, but stuck when, in the middle. Yeah, but yeah. when Reservoir Dogs, that's one of the great any Quentin Tarantino scene of all time. I mean, that's that's one of the great ones. I mean, but. I guess if you're saying their origin of their original songs, because this is not super scientific. Okay, I'm just pulling up <laughs> Spotify. Okay, and I'm looking at their popular stuff. Angel Eyes. Yeah. The album edit, ten million and some change views. Yeah. It's not their most popular. What is their most popular? Stream, popularly streamed song? It's while my guitar gently weeps. So another cover, but that's at twenty, almost twenty-one million. Yeah, but okay, but but, but are we going by only their original songs? But well, you can have a hit no, with a cover. Well, because there are a lot of songs that are getting hammered on Spotify that did not chart high enough to be considered a hit. I guess that's also true. So and we don't. I don't know is, when that was released. Uh, to me. <laughs> I really had to kind of limit this to where did it chart? Yeah. You know, I, that, that's how I kind of consider a hit is where did it chart? Well, this one hit number five. So that's a hit. Yeah. That's a hit. Um, but I have to be careful because of my next one. <laughs> <laughs> so I well, don't want to. I don't remember um, in, I don't remember any other. So the question It looks like they them. probably didn't have any other really significant. Because a lot of songs get famous well after they get released, right. especially so, now that they get you know if the, if they are in a movie or if they are on a commercial or if yeah. they are you know like you know. Uh, well there were a couple like I mean we we talk about the Eagles a lot or but, somebody dies you know there were there were some <laughs> songs on the Hell Freezes Over album that did not get released as singles um, off the Hotel California album um, that. You know, now people love and people just yeah. think they were big hits, but in reality, yeah. they never were even singles. Well, yeah, well, Silver Springs was a B side of "Go Your Own Way," and it didn't yeah. it didn't chart until nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, you know, I would say, so. yeah, looking at the internet, probably safe to say we can call them a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, all they have all those covers because they did a whole album of covers. I'm just saying, if you are, they were Weezer before Weezer was. Weezer. If you are wanting <laughs> to really. Make some brownie points with a woman. You <laughs> dedicate this song to her or slow dance with her. Take her some. I'm telling you, this will, it's foolproof. And I don't want to call this a fun fact because <laughs> it's it's not fun. It's, but the, the irony is he's blind. I know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> I would, it's an unfortunate it fact. <laughs> Jeez. It's an ironic thing. Yeah. No, it's not really ironic. <laughs> not ironic have to but... <laughs> oh, man. You get the point. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's ironic. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's similar it to me to like Billy Joel's She's Got Away. It's just kind of a more bluesy She's Got Away. Mm-hmm. It's, 
I love this song. I'm just trying to it is a really talk good song. about it. <laughs> trying to change the subject really before we say something really yep. offensive to Because yep. <laughs> we are like to do that. We do. Yep. So anyway, that's all. We need to pick me up. Well, I got it for you. Oh, oh boy. Transitions for days. Um, my third pick is going to be super popular with Heather. It's Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Oh, my God. Okay. Also, don't say he's not a one-hit wonder. He's not. Name his second he's a jazz hit. Legend. Name his second hit. Drive. Lie. Yeah, lie. You don't know any of the things he's got. And also, look. Look at it. <laughs> Okay, look him up. Yeah. I'll, can you, if you Google Bobby McFerrin One Hit Wonder, it's website after website after website after website referring to him as such. Are you smarter than the whole of the internet? He's a little no. Slow. I don't know. No. Are you saying he's not a jazz legend? That's not what I'm saying. A one hit wonder, that means they had one hit. They could be a very good musician. They could be a legend. But that means they had that, that on the billboard. That means they had one Okay, yeah. here's the question for you, Heather. What? How many jazz hits can yeah, you make? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it feels—it just feels disrespectful to call. Like how many hits Bobby does McFerrin? Miles Davis have? <laughs> it just feels disrespectful to to. It feels dismissive to call him a one-hit wonder. Nobody's saying he's not an incredible musician. I'm not claiming that. I'm saying he had the one hit, and this is it. So. I have a story about this song. Well, go t- you tell your facts. I'll tell my story. Because <laughs> I also have a story. It's sort of a fun fact, but kind of not. Um, okay, so it's just a simple feel-good song, and we're about to throw down over it, and I like that. That's fun. Um, it's the first single. Here, you, it's the first single from his fourth album. He had put out three albums prior, and this was his first hit. Uh, it's the first acapella song to reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was there for two, acapella. two weeks two weeks so it really wasn't even hit for that long how's it an acapella um, song oh that that's him that's doing him. all the music yeah 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 that's not an instrument no right so super did not know yeah, that super yeah. impressive um it's that's pretty dude impressive can sing yeah. harmony with crazy self yeah it's number one at on the same time yeah yeah it's it, number no, one on vh1 yes he can greatest one hit wonders he can of sing the 80s. two notes at the same time yes Yes, I will show no. you. Yes, we'll have this. No. We'll, we'll have a video. Yeah. Okay, Rick. No. <laughs> no way. You can Google no it. No way. Yeah, it's true. That's a U line. You can Google it. That's that's a being classic yeah, right is. there. We'll have to tell you all that classic. story sometime. <laughs> but anyway, it's on VH1's 100 Greatest One Hit Wonders of the 80s. Okay. Well. Um, it's on the Rolling. Now listen, this right here will get you. It's on Rolling Stone's list of the 15 best whistling songs of all time. Oh, good. So if I don't, if that's not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what. Stand corrected. Thank you very much. Um, So this is sort of the fun fact. It's I I like a petty moment, so this is kind of. um, So George H. W. Bush's Bush's official presidential campaign. They used this for their their song in 1988, and Bobby McFerrin was like, "I don't like that because I'm a Democrat," and Mm -hmm. he like publicly. Was crying about it, like I'm gonna vote against you, and you're using my song. Um, and somebody said, "Don't worry, dude. But just be happy." Just yeah. Be happy. So he was, yeah, he was in his feels about it. But um, so then he completely dropped this song from his performance repertoire, mm. which is interesting because it's like the only one people are coming to see. Um, and then <laughs> the Bush campaign stopped using it, but like then he still won. So yeah, it's like 
stick that in your pipe and smoke it. But so here, here's a heartwarming story. Good. And it really this is one of the few times that Heather was nice to me. <gasps> oh, ooh. So, and I don't even know if Mom knows. I almost burned down the house one time, but I did, and I don't think Heather knew at the time. <laughs> but uh, I had some, I had some wooden blocks, and I was trying, I was trying to start a fire. This is when we was living on Wilson Street, so I was younger than ten years old, and uh, I had successfully gotten them to catch fire, mm-hmm. but Mom called me into the house, <laughs> and I couldn't get them out. But I was like, <laughs> I'm either going to get in trouble for coming in or, you know. Yeah. So, like, I have to I have to come in where I'm going to get in trouble. And if I don't, she's going to come around to the side of the house and see that I've started a fire and get in trouble. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll just give it a go. Oh, my them, gosh. And I left them on fire on the side of the house. How old were and, you? And uh, I, was, I was crying. I was crying. I was terrified. He was younger than 10. Yeah. I was terrified yeah, that I was going to burn the house down. And I was bawling. Did you put them up against the house? And they were pretty close. I mean, they were like <laughs> two or three feet from the house. Okay. And um, I don't, I, somehow I'd gotten matches and got like some uh, little wooden sticks and got them started. And, and, uh, <laughs> So, you know, I'm. He called DHS on people am, 30 years after the fact. And, and I am, I'm bawling. And Heather's, why are you crying? Why? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. But we're all going to die. You know, we're going to burn down the house. And uh, this, I don't know if this song, if you had this tape, I don't know. But no. somehow this song came on the radio. And she tried to cheer me up. She was dancing all goofy and don't worry, be happy, you know. And it was like that's funny, but we're all gonna die. But I guess. But I guess the the fire went out and we all nobody. We're all here today. We're all here today. Man, Heather, you you really shine in those moments. I just have to say because I distinctly remember also also something catching on fire in the house. It was my sixth. Picture it. <laughs> my 16th birthday falls on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, geez. And, you know, I'm 16. Nobody cares. I may have already told this before. It feels no, familiar. I don't think so. But, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm upset because, like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Emotions are high. <laughs> okay? People are... You know, bickering or Somebody whatever. Somebody didn't buy enough sage. They forgot yeah. the cranberries. And so it's all, you know, something goes wrong. And there's a lot of stress because all the, fa- like we had my dad's parents and my mom's parents, like everybody converged on our home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> in and the kitchen. In the kitchen. <laughs> at, and it wasn't a large kitchen. Okay. Um, too many cooks in the kitchen, literally. Um, and so I was upset because I felt left out i felt like nobody was paying attention to me on a milestone birthday okay 16 16 candles so as you can did imagine you start, did you start driving on your 16th birthday no i didn't drive then it wasn't a milestone birthday for you Shut I, up. <laughs> I don't remember asking you about that um so i was in my room crying on my bed as a 16 year old in many feelings is you know likely so to if do you're 16 i had to be Plus 16, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm sitting there, and I'm crying. (laughs) The door cracks open. (laughs) Like the Osley Brothers. Heather Heather sticks her head in, and a little bit of smoke. (laughs) And please, my 
mind you, my rent room is at the whole other end yeah, of the house. The opposite had to go, end. And of she the goes, house. "This is not funny." <laughs> but the turkey just caught on fire. <laughs> and you know, it was a it was a heartwarming moment, and we laughed, and it was it lightened the mood. So you know, in a fire, yeah, you, Heather's the one you want around. Thanks. A literal fire. A literal, literal fire. fire. A li- oh, she's good. She's good under pressure. Like in a moment of crisis, Heather's probably the one. So anyway, yeah, that's a. We'll we'll give you props on that one. Thank you. And Ben, how about you? <laughs> and now for something completely different. Yeah. We're gonna have to debate this because the song that I'm about to choose, by my own definition, may not even technically be. A hit. It only hit number 21. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. But it's the only one to come close to being a hit. <laughs> but I love D. Snyder as a dude. Oh. I love D. Snyder as yeah. a dude. Yeah, for sure. He's a dude. Uh, he interacts <laughs> with his fans. He doesn't pull any punches with anybody. He doesn't care who you are. He will be super nice if you're super nice. But if you pull out the claws, oh, he he's pulling out the claws. You. Yeah. Um, he's about as straight a talker as there is in the industry. And ridiculously smart. Yes. Um, but he's wrong about one thing. Twisted Sister is, in fact, a one-hit wonder. Um, I can't and, believe that. And uh, he, he says that they're a two-hit wonder. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> so sounds... I Want to Rock not... The, but I Want to Rock is not... It, it did not chart in the top really? 40, in the Billboard Top 40. That's a crumb. Well, I'm with um, D. So, I stand with D. Me too. So <laughs> as much as I want to say... Because I like I Want to Rock. Yeah. I do. I actually might. I like As that much better. as I want to say it's a hit, it doesn't qualify by Billboard Top 40 standards. So um, if a song is only going to hit number 21, how does it... I mean, we got a lot of number one hits here. How can we say that it qualifies to be on the list of the top nine, or dare I say, the top five? I'm so glad. <laughs> dare I'm, you? I'm yeah. so glad you asked. Staying power. Mm. Hindsight being 2020, VH1 now has this song well inside the 50 greatest songs of the 80s. Rolling Stone has it safely inside their top 100 greatest metal songs of all time. Okay, it's become one of the most used songs that we have in the '80s for a lot of different things. Um, it's an anthem for a variety of different causes, and um, where people just aren't going to take it anymore. Right? <laughs> Interestingly enough, most recently, gun control is back on the table, and gun control advocates have asked D. Snyder if they can use this song. <laughs> How did that go? Which has he is, and he's in favor of gun control, and he's made it very clear. I'm a gun owner. Right. But I don't think we should have AR-15s. Okay. But the irony is they will actually have to take the AR-15s. So, yes, they can use the song, but they will, in fact, have to take it. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, I, love, I love D, but, you know, you may want to may think that one through. Just the irony of the situation. But anyway, so um, I do think if we're talking about staying power, if we're talking about songs that we're going to be talking about 20 years from now in the 80s, I think this song is going to be one of those songs. But it's Twisted Sister, We're Not Gonna Take It. Oh, boy, that's the very beginning. There we go. Here we go. There's a movie at the beginning of that thing. What are you 
I do think that this song has got in, despite it not even breaking the top 20, I do think this song has, and this is a big word. I'm going to use, this is, a, this, is a, this is a heavy word I'm about to use. Okay. I think this song has moved over into iconic status. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have even questioned Which, you if you hadn't told me that it didn't crack the top 20. I wouldn't. I, I would have been. Yeah. I would have thought. I, yeah, if you had, yeah. If you had said that but it had. Here, here's what I think people don't understand. I mean, it's really hard to get into the Billboard top 40 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that's every genre. Mm-hmm. It's just been so controlled by pop and rock and roll since the 1950s. It and and when I say rock and roll, I'm talking you know like just mainstream rock and roll. Like it is really hard for a metal song to crack the top forty. Yeah, incredibly hard. It's incredibly hard for a country artist to have a crossover hit into the top forty. Yeah, you know that's just the nature of the beast. So <clears throat> that's why it's so hard to say what's a one hit wonder. You know, I mean, like yes, Billy Ray Cyrus had one big hit in the Billboard top forty, but. You know, we get into country. Well, what about I mean, some gave all? That's right. Well, I mean, like he, he's right. technically not a one-hit wonder right. for country because he did have a couple more songs that, mm-hmm. that charted relatively high. Yeah. So, you know, you got to – that's why definitions are important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. I see what you do there. Interesting. You're trying to set up. So that's the uh, that's that's the last pick that in the NFL draft that would be called Mr. Irrelevant, but I think this one's relevant. Okay, (laughs) noted. So we have nine picks now. What what are what are the nine picks? All right, Ben has chosen. Don't you forget about me. Take on me, and we're not going to take it. Ooh, that's strong. Three. Heather has Come On Eileen, One Night in Bangkok, and Angel Eyes. No commentary on that one, Ben? It's not as strong. (laughs) And I've chosen Tainted Love, Rapper's Delight, and Don't Worry, Be Happy. All right. So uh, we need to go through our songs that we did not get picked. All right. So um, I'm just going to list the ones that did not get picked. I also had, um, not the ones, because, I mean, there was some overlap here. Mm -hmm. I also had Whip It. <laughs> by Devo. Yeah. Uh, video killed the radio star. Yeah. By Buggles. Mm-hmm. First um, video played on MTV. Yeah, which is. Uh, That's interesting. Which is. I don't want to say it killed the radio star, but it changed the radio sure star, did. right? I mean, yeah. it made it made the aesthetics of the person making the music a lot more important. It did that. Um, and then I have it takes two. By Rob Bass and no. DJ It's Rock. Yeah. <laughs> do that one. No, no. I don't <gasps> you want to do Come On Eileen? But you know, there you go. Go. Yeah. There we go. How about that? I'm satisfied. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Ask and you shall receive, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had, uh, I also had Take On Me, my number four. Uh, the Promise by When in Rome. I love that song. Uh the Safety Dance. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> Everybody look at your hands. Uh, Take My Breath Away 
by Berlin was in the Top Gun. Oh, another soundtrack, soundtrack. another yeah, movie yep, one. Yep, yep. You Spin Me Round by Dead or Alive, which was kind of a it was kind of a great value. Boy George, mm. <laughs> Pete Burns, yeah, and Missing You by John Waite. Okay, uh, I also had Take on Me. I also had It Takes Two. Um, I had Funky Town by Lip Sync. I had Round and Round by Rat. I had Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell, because whenever I can put that on the list, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and 8675309, Jenny by Tommy Two-Tone. So Rat only had, well, Rat's kind of in the same boat as Twisted Sister, I Kinda. guess. I guess. I mean, that would, that using that rationale, Like, if you, if yes, you had a medals be. chart, Rat would probably clearly but, have more than. Yeah, I would never think of Rat as a one-hit wonder. And it was but, round and round, right? That was the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So. But they actually had some good stuff. Yeah, they did. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't have considered them a one-hit wonder, but we we should have got together and defi- we yeah. should have had a definition yeah, for we this. Didn't. Oh, but it'll make it more fun when we it sure go nine will. to five. This yeah. is gonna be. Oh, it is. It is time to go mm-hmm. nine to five. Working nine to five. Okay, so we do have our nine. It's the nine to five round, and this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough because, like, it's not. It's not like in, in some episodes where we have, <laughs> you know, we have obvious choices that are definitely going to be moving over. So I really don't know the, <laughs> the best way to attack the nine to five round. I have one I would propose putting over. Putting over like into, into top in, five. Into the top five. Okay. I, you had, where did you have take on me? That was my, they were, For I you, got my first got your, two picks. I, I okay. picked. Um, I had Don't You Forget About Me and Take On Me. Those were that was my one and two. I also had Take On Me at number two. I feel like it's I feel and it was my number top. four. So but then top five. Well, that that would that would make sense if we all had it in our top five. It would make sense that it would make the top five. All right. I had taint. I had a tainted love. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> In my where, top where did you have it? <laughs> I had it at <laughs> number three. It was my... <laughs> I'm going to call that... Just so there's no misunderstanding, I'm going to call that from now on the song by Soft Cell. So I had that song number, th- <laughs> number three on my list. Yeah. It was my number one. I didn't have it at all. You didn't have it oh, okay. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes our... Perfect, no, no explicit rating. Nobody said anything okay. wrong. Oh no, oh, no my context. <laughs> just like, still, my nose. Nobody moves. Nobody moves my contact. Nobody moves my contact. No, truly. Um. <laughs> let me see. Um, That's weird. Did you have rappers delight in yours at all? No. No, I had it in number seven for me. What I'm finding is nobody had any of my songs at all. I did not have on Come On Eileen. <laughs> I did not have One Night in Bangkok. And I did not. Now, here's I will say this about Angel Eyes. I just as, assumed that Jeff Healy had more than one hit. Yeah. It is a dang good song. It It is, if I'm going to be completely honest, the best song on the, on the list. If I'm going to be completely honest, of all about the it. songs, of, of all the songs on the list, I think it's the best song. I, I didn't. I just did not, in my wildest dreams, 
think that Jeff Healy was a one hit wonder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think. So, like, I mean, <clears throat> knowing what I know now, would I have a problem with it being moved over to the top five? No. I just assumed that Jeff Healy had more than one big hit. So that's that's on me. Take on me. <laughs> so sorry, I was I was distracted for a little bit because I went blind for a second. My contact yes. um, blind is popping up a lot. Where <laughs> sorry, yeah, that was insensitive. It's not actually blind. Some of the other episodes too. <clears throat> um, okay, so are we? Were you proposing that we move that over? I'm saying that if I were going to re-rank, knowing now what I know now, I would probably move Angel Eyes up the list significantly, considering it was not on my list at all. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Because I didn't think he was a one-hit wonder. Mm. So if the question is, would I be offended by him being in the top five? No. I say him. The song. Being in the top five, no. Hmm. Well, I would not do that. I'm really surprised that the song (laughs) by... Why is that a... Why do you say it like that? I'm really surprised that the song by Soft Cell was not in your your list at all. I mean, I really am surprised. You know, I, I don't... I don't know. I, I guess it, you know, you said a lot of it would come down to preferences, mm-hmm. and I just, it just didn't, I don't really like the song. Okay. So I, I didn't put it in there. I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, it is pretty, oh. and I mean. <laughs> Beth is like, that seems like an opening to move it over to me. You're saying you don't mind it being over there. It, it I think that it is, it is probably one of the. Songs that comes up often when people think of one-hit wonders of the 80s. I don't... I honestly don't have a problem. Then I propose we move it over. That's fine. Sweet. I do think that Come On Eileen should go over because I think Come On Eileen in the same vein is is considered I one will of say the great when 80s I, when I was, wonders. When I was researching the songs, it was in the top three to five in almost every list. But like you, it's just a song I don't like very much. Right. And that's why right. I didn't put it in my, on yeah, my list. Yeah, that's kind of the same. But thing. I do understand that it is highly recognized by the masses as mm-hmm. one of the better one-hit wonders of the 80s. I agree. Yeah. Put it over. We ready to do that? We've only got two more spots for my other two songs. <laughs> well, <laughs> got some news for you. <laughs> hmm. Or do you want to table it? Mm. I, I would rather put Angel Eyes over there. No, I Ooh, won't go You're going to put your foot down on Angel Eyes, huh? Remember what you said at the beginning. What did I say at the beginning? About... My perspective of standing the test of time, this is one of the least known probably by people my age group. Oh, by my your age, age group. group. That's true. That's true. Like She scored a point. Not, the, a point. not the least known, because that would be one night in Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> but probably the second <laughs> least known. 
<laughs> she took another shot at me. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. Two birds, one stone, right? Look, there. I'm saying we should put Come On Eileen over here. That wasn't even on my list because I don't even like it. It's not a shot at you, it's these songs. It sounds like what she's saying is we're going to put that song over there, but don't get your hopes up for your other two. It's kind of what, yeah, kind of what I'm yeah. understanding. I'm just saying, I'm telling you my perspective. I'm one person of three. But you said my perspective was very important. And now it's not. It's, hmm. it's, it's weird. It's, That's it's weird. Definitely a third of as important as the, the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so from the beginning, when you said you might have the most important perspective no. of all of us when you're standing no, no, the test no, no, of time, no. I did not you say did. I did you not. did. No, I didn't say you had the most important. You're gonna I said roll, you might. You said I might. Roll that beautiful bean footage yeah. back. I, I, think, I should have written it down word for word. I think, yeah. you said, I, think I said I you have an, an important perspective. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not the, the most, most important. I mean tomato tomato. <laughs> now, look me in the eye and tell me if you think I would tell you that you have the most important perspective. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so oh, I guess move it over. So we all got one. Okay. There we go. Gloves are off. Last two. Bar fight. Here we go. Okay. We really gonna uh, we hmm, we gonna leave Breakfast Club off? Oof. And Twisted Sister? We're not, it's it's the it may be the most recognizable song on the list. Yeah, but I agree with Dee Snyder that they are a two hit wonder. But they're not according to your definition. But your definition is again one of three. What, we just your, had this discussion. Okay, so. So we disagree. What's your definition of a one-hit wonder? Oh, I don't really have one. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. I don't. I don't feel like Twisted Sister is a one-hit wonder. I know you don't. (laughs) Okay, but that's what that's that was my opinion. You know that video on the. I understand, but but what what I need you to understand is the the facts don't have to like your opinion. (laughs) They don't have to. But your opinion, your opinion on a definition of a one-hit wonder is not a fact. Right, but so it, your definition doesn't define it for the world. Like, it, let's be. Well, when you don't define it, it it defines it more than you. Sure. <laughs> right. So you're going to have to come. I mean, you can't just. Say, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. So it's going to be hard. Yeah. For us, for for you to, for us to be able to mold your opinion into the overall deal of this thing if you can't even tell us what you think a one-hit wonder is. Because then what that allows you to do is it allows you to move mm-hmm. and change your definition as it suits oh, so what you want. So you want to pigeonhole me in where you... <laughs> yes! Ah, okay, okay. I, because, see, I see the game. Because yeah. I have pigeonholed myself in with a definition. Oh, so it's only fair. Right. Yes. Ding, well, ding, 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 ding. Well, here's what I think should happen. I think it should be, <laughs> I think it should be, don't you forget about me, any of the rappers delight and don't worry, be happy. What are your thoughts on that, Heather? I think it should be, don't you forget about me. And Twisted Sister. I agree. And <laughs> One Night in Bangkok. Oh my God. One thing that we are agreeing so we agree on that is that it's don't you forget about me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. All right, let's I do don't that. have a problem with that at all. So we're fighting it out for the last spot. And it really ought to be we're not on time. No. Y'all just don't want me to get three picks in. I don't care about that. that I don't is. think 
I wouldn't call I when I was looking at the list, I specifically didn't put them on my list because on the list I was looking at, I was like, Twisted Sister not a one hit wonder. I like that was my thought, so I didn't put them on there. In the same way that you didn't. Okay. So ones. can we look up where Let's look I where wanna we... where I I wanna rock chart it? Let's look where the the remaining the remaining R- remaining what the <laughs> remaining uh what? What am I saying? The rest of the songs. Let's look at where they charted. And mm, see if... That's not the... What we already talked about, that's not the only indication. It's not the only indication, but we're just trying to narrow it down. And I'm talking about someone who... I don't have, I don't have any number one hits left on my list. I'm not even saying that, but... So they only had three songs chart at all, I guess. What's the other one? <laughs> Leader of the pack. <laughs> yep. It was okay. 68 uh, on the okay. Hot 100. So, peak position for I Want to Rock is 68. Yeah. Okay. I broke the top 100. <laughs> Not the top 40. So? That's your definition. My definition is the top 100. They had two it's, hits. Well, let's see. It, it, was, it was 68. So, top 75. Yeah. Okay. Well, where did <laughs> where where did uh, rappers delight hit? Uh, it was. I don't know. <laughs> well, you did your research. And what was the what was your other one? Uh, don't worry, be happy. Where did it hit? Number one. Oh. Yeah. Suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For two weeks. He does, for, for two weeks. He does right. not stand for everyone this week. Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> Hit number four, Rapper's Delight. Okay. Oh, that's just on the Hot Sold Singles chart. That's not the Billboard. So we're basically, we're down to... 36 on the Hot 100. Hmm. 36. It's not even as high as number 21. <laughs> what hit 21? We're not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you add my number three and my number five, that's still number eight, which is higher than number. I'm, just, I'm using Ben math. Yeah, Ben math. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I had, I had, we're not going to take it at number four for me. Where did you have it? Nowhere. Where Nowhere. did you have it? Right, so four divided by three no. is like one point. <laughs> Which I mean, is still not as high as eight for number 12. So. <clears throat> Y'all aren't going to give me that, are you? That'll be up to Heather. On the basis, I'm hard, on the basis I'm, of I'm the, hard no on that, it. that we are now calling the number 68 song on the Billboard, Billboard Top 100 another hit. That's what we're saying. <laughs> it's more we're hits saying, than I have. Have you had a hit on we're, number 68? We're, 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 we're calling... Number sixty-eight, a hit. I just, I, <laughs> I never saw Twisted Sister as a one-hit wonder. I understand you did not you know? see them that way, You're but just... that does not change the fact that that's <laughs> what they were. I didn't see Jeff Healy as a one-hit wonder. Yeah, but facts are facts. They don't care about my feelings. Mm, well, true. Or do they now care about our? Feelings? I'd be happy. I'm just saying you're you're calling things facts that are your. Your made-up definitions. Okay. So it's not really okay. So a fact. is number sixty-eight <laughs> on the 
I mean, would, would do you consider it's in the top one hundred? Do you consider sixty eight a, a a hit? Yeah. Okay. Do you consider sixty eight a hit? I mean, it's in the top one hundred. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I just don't want to even. We're going to have to poll the audience. I don't want to be in that. Well, one. for now, I feel. We like, I feel like y'all know it's not a hit, but y'all are just. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make sure that it doesn't get in. No, I, I mean we know that. But comparatively, not a hit. okay. But comparatively, Twisted Sister is less of a one-hit wonder than these others because they're they're more well known. They're a second hit or not hit. I mean, Billy Ray calling. Cyrus is extremely well known. Who, he's not Honestly, on this list. I know, but like, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, one. On. one okay, one. if you go numbers, if you go numbers aside. I think that each of us have someone that we're we were all like, "What? They're just a one hit wonder." Because Twisted Sister, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Healy, mm-hmm. and Bobby McFerrin, we we all mm-hmm. all three of those picks, we kind of looked at them as like, "What? That seems strange because they're so well known." So maybe if we make it between One Night in Bangkok and Rappers, rappers a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, because they are, they are, they are. You sneaky devil. <laughs> because they are known for that one hit. That's true. You're hmm. not going to like that because I had Rappers Delight on my list, but I didn't have. Yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've, I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that my pick is probably not going to get on there, but. I think that's a shame. I think that <laughs> I think that as the reason that it's a better one-hit wonder than Rapper's Delight is I think that Rapper's Delight is considered very influential. It ha, you know, but one-hit wonder like one-hit wonder is kind of like that flash in the pan, you know, and for that for artist that, for that fleeting moment and so I still think that One Night in Bangkok is yeah. a better one-hit wonder. For, for one moment in time that did not stand the test of time. Yeah, well. Yeah. I don't think. I don't. Nobody I'm, nobody I'm I know has out. ever I'm, talked I'm about one night in Bangkok. I'm, I'm trying to track your logic. I don't know. I'm just. In other words, if your one hit was so good, you don't qualify for it to be the best. <laughs> what? What? This is best one hit wonders. Yeah. Oh, but you're oh, saying your you're saying. one hit was so good. It can't be the best one because it was so good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that that's the only thing you're known for. That's I, I can, that's what the I idea. Think of, yeah. That's, that's, so what mm. I'm hearing is <laughs> no. I'm really just trying to work my argument around so that uh-huh. my, so that my song will get in. I'm just thinking out loud. It's not working out for me. Thank you. But um, <laughs> y'all don't like my song anyway. So it's just, not that I don't like the song. I. I'd never heard. I'd never heard the song. Oh, I've heard it. It's a. It was a hit. I believe you, but it's not a hit anymore. Like it's not something that people are like, "Oh yeah, turn that up." <laughs> well, how many people listen to Rappers Delight now? Do they listen to Rappers Delight every time they yeah. watch Wedding Singer? Well, every time they watch Hangover too, they're going to hear One Night in Makeup. If I have Being to choose, be if you. I have to choose between the two, I'm going to pick Rappers Delight yeah. by Sugar Hill. I figured that was going to happen. 
could have been Twisted Sister. And I would have th- thought that you would have fought for Twisted Sister. I mean. Well, I just don't see them as a one-hit wonder. But that's where my. Facts be damned. That's where my. They're not facts. You're making stuff that's where up. That's age comes into play, fact. I guess. <laughs> you do that all the so, time. So 68 is a just hit? Just because you. Yes. I would say, if I had something break it's the top, top 100, I would 100? say I had a hit. Oh, for sure. I would, yeah, say, I, would. I would say I charted. But I wouldn't say. <laughs> I wouldn't say like I had a yeah. I had a big hit. I think it's a big hit. I want to rock. Yeah, I would say it's a big hit. I mean, I agree that mo- a lot of people know it now, but it did not well chart high at all. So we have our top five. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are "Take on Me," "Tainted Love," "Come On Eileen," "Don't You Forget About Me," and "Rapper's Delight." And now we have to rank them. Mm. People are going to be here forever. Is it safe to say that Rapper's Delight would be five because it barely made it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. And probably Take On Me would probably be one because we all had it. I could agree with that. I thought you didn't have it. I, no, I had it did. four. I mean, it was. Oh, but you did you? you did I had you it. It was my number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was in the top five for everybody. Yeah. It was the soft sell song I think you might be thinking about. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, so how do we. Um, Is there a clear number four? That might be the next easy one to do. The three songs that we have left are Don't You Forget About Me, Tainted Love, and... Come On, Eileen. Come On, Eileen. Okay. I mean, I, we all kind of agree that Come On, Eileen should have been on here, but we didn't really care for it. Is that the four? Ew. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, that's just vindictive crap right How? there. How? Yeah. That's, that's, that makes I want, sense. I want people who make... were actually alive in the 80s. No, you were the only in. one. Did you have it on, on your this. list? No, I mean, the other two songs on there were on my list. Yeah. In fact, they, they were in my top three. Yeah, I didn't have it at all either. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I have received your message. We, yeah, we okay. receive it. All right, good. We hear it. So now the question is, is don't you forget about me or mm. the questionable <laughs> song by Softel um, going to be two? I'll say this. Here's my opinion on it. Even though... Tainted Love is was my number one pick. I think Don't You Forget About Me is probably more well-known. I agree. I think it's more iconic 80s. And I'm sure you're fine with that, Ben. I'm, I am fine with okay. that. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was more iconic of a song than Tainted Love. I mean, I, I think... I think more people probably would recognize it now. And associate it with... There, yeah, they would they, definitely, like, if... The number of people that love that movie... Are going to be like, yeah. I mean, they're going to be super excited about that song. Yeah. I mean, well, that was easier than we thought. How about that? We we really did that. We have a top five. We have a top five. All right. In order. Our, in order, the greatest or the best '80s one-hit wonders, according to the Dow Kids. Um, number one, "Take on Me." Two, "Don't You Forget About Me." Three, "Tainted Love." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Number four. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Come On Eileen. And number five is Rapper's Delight. And a special shout out, I think, to John Parham, who suggested this 
Didn't oh, yeah. he? And, and he the one who no, suggested? No, this was like a fun he, one. He suggested one. one suge- did I say that right? Suggest- suggested. He <laughs> suggested one hit wonders, and uh, eighty should have been in his roundhouse. Wheelhouse. <laughs> wheelhouse. <laughs> what are we doing? It <laughs> should have been in his wheelhouse also. So, All right, John Perry, we need that to weigh in on, did we get it right or not? Absolutely. And this gives us, uh, you know, now we can do 70s, 90s, yeah. you know, whatever. Cool. So uh, we got a couple of, and then maybe we could do a special Best bonus episode. Of all time. Oh, that's right. We only got to do it five or six more, yeah. <laughs> five or six oh, more times. Oh, my goodness. Tune in in three years yeah. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Best uh, one at Wonder of all time. So, hi. What we want you to do <laughs> is we want you to find us on social media, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. If you have an idea for a topic, let us know, man. I mean, we we would love to to get some ideas from you, um, and we'll give you a shout out. Also, you know, we we love to hear from you and interact with you. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Um, am I listening? For my love. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> but thank you, and we'll we'll catch you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to the Music List Podcast. for joining us on the Music List Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. She almost had it. (laughs) 